0: Pen Ketchum and David Moulton.
1: Oh, welcome to the show.
2: I'm David Moulton. And I'm Pen Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? <laughs> David, listen. Yo, I don't mean to interrupt you. Okay. I don't mean to cut you off. Right now? Yeah. Why well, was this no? There's. Uh, sequ- uh. What well, I was, ca- was going uh. it- uh. yeah. really really to say it's... Oh. Yeah. It's super important that today. <laughs> Of all days, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> go on. Like I was trying to say, it's super important today mm. that we have no fooling around. Yeah, we got a lot to go oh over. We god. got we got DC news out the butt. Oh my god! Just as far as the eye can see, there's DC news. Yeah, we we picked 101 trailers. Right, 100 of which are coming to theaters. Y- you know, you know. <laughs> in other I, words one of them one, of, one of them I, it was putting
1: the trailers together I left some off oh I, got, I I reached a point where I was like right, nah. I'm not yeah. no, no more getting on here yeah
2: and was the Transformers trailer I watched a Transformers trailer had we already seen that because yeah. I thought it was new
1: yeah we had well I think I had watched it and okay you must have missed it that week okay um,
2: yeah there's a lot of trailers on there and they're not all good <laughs> I would say most of them are not. Good. Suck.
1: Well, this we well, we'll get there. Yeah. We're getting we'll back. Get into, we'll we're getting get back into theaters.
2: Be having movies. Right, Just right. to have movies. Right. So let's start with that. That's yeah. the headline. Yeah. Is the the theatrical movie business? Yeah. Is back to its old ways. Right. We got. We're back to swinging and throwing elbows and ducking yeah. and bobbing and weaving and yeah. everybody's kung fu fighting all day every Monday. It's like. I feel like the industry
1: Mm. has just come through this hardship, right? Mm, Right. And let's be honest, they just (laughs) barely won the battle of like,
2: you don't need to stay home. Maybe not barely. The COVID battle or the streaming no, the battle? The streaming no, battle. No, they fucking crushed that battle. They right. did not just barely squeak out of it. They right. emerged clearly victorious. And next okay. you're gonna tell me two billion dollars worth
1: of people have seen Avatar. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. So they they just landslide one <laughs> right. everyone right. to come out of their houses right. again. Right. And instead of being like Let's just live in this renaissance of theater. Yeah. They're like, "Mm, what if we made more money? Right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah, you're exactly right. The analogy I used today was like, you know how, and you know, David, what was, weren't we called? Wasn't didn't somebody call us liberal BS? <laughs> yeah. like our I, one of our iTunes reviews. Yeah, <laughs> too much liberal BS. <laughs> too much liberal BS. <laughs> so at the risk of living up to that label, <laughs> oh jeez. I think it's one of my favorite years. <laughs> I wish we knew who it was. <laughs> my favorite review of all time was when you and I <laughs> had the big idea that we were going to start a new podcast. One that would help people fall asleep at night, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Joel codes. Somebody wrote in and was like, "What do you mean you already, you already have, that. have that?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at the at the risk of being labeled, yeah, I made the following analogy. Oh boy, with regards to the studios, mm. you know how? Well, all right. Well, I won't name names, but the listeners can just put two and two together. Yeah, you know how there's a certain ex president who just keeps going lower and lower. Keeps getting worse and worse. Mm. Eisenhower, Jimmy Carter, is who I'm <laughs> <Yeah. you know. laughs> him and his peanut farm. Uh, the worst. <laughs> I didn't realize we were gonna get that political right. today. <laughs> so you know, all right. Let me be even be more broad. Okay. You know how sometimes politicians can get lower and lower, and then like you kind of learn like they're the worst. But somehow it gets like stabilized, and you sort of resolve it. You you resolve the cognitive dissonance in your brain, and mm. you sort of learn, oh, that's the world we live in now, and you know, isn't this awful? But like, there's still good things in the world, and and you sort of make peace with it and carry on, right? But then they do something even lower. Like mm. they outlower themselves. Well, if I could get away with that, right? And and you just think they can't get any worse, and they keep getting worse. So that was my day today with the studios. Oh boy! You know they were like super obnoxious, and then like I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to be a grown up. I'm going to be professional. I'm going to just play. I'm going to just for everything, right? go along, right? <laughs> <laughs> go along to get along, you yeah. know, and all that kind of stuff. And then you know, you get a phone call, and it's like, oh, well, actually, no, we want to be even this much more uh. obnoxious. I couldn't believe it. I was dying. It was a tough day. It was a tough day. There was a lot of phone calls. There were some hurt feelings. What? Yep. There was some name calling. Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah. Did you have your Snuggie here to-
2: I did, (laughs) (laughs) always. To to, to, to curl up with? I wouldn't come to work on a Monday without my Snuggie. Okay, good. I (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm just saying. Making sure. Like, if I pulled in the parking lot and realized I forgot it- Turn around. I would just keep going. You know? yeah. right. This day's lost. Right. I don't mean. I don't mean. You that, wouldn't come back, right? I wouldn't go home and get it and come back to work. Yeah. I would just go home. Just period. Go home. No,
1: it's not worth it.
2: Actually, I'd probably go out to breakfast somewhere and <laughs> <laughs> just call it a day. <laughs> Uh, it was a big one, but I wasn't able to handle it. Nope, nope. <laughs> I'd be at the diner getting pancakes like the guy at the bar keep tapping. The, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep them coming, lady. <laughs> exactly. All right, so, David, yeah. listen. Get uh, into it? You know, if you could quit fooling around for just a minute. All right, we're we'll actually get to the news that right. we've been leading up to right, this right. whole time. So the big news, yeah, which yeah, you're right. going to take the lead on, okay. is the world out of um, Detective Comics. Yeah, but the moves that we were building up to right. was the other one. Oh, the news yeah. we were building up to is AMC is rolling out this new seat-specific pricing. Right. Kind of like, not unlike when you go to a concert.
1: Exactly. Like you when you know, go to a concert.
2: And the better seats are $640, or I'm sorry, the worst seats are $640, and the better seats are like $2,000. Right. And, you know, where you sit in the auditorium is pretty much based on what you can afford. And AMC looked at that model and looked at how things were going. Ticketmaster, and they were like, "Sign us up!" Yeah, we are in. Yes, we just got these people to come back.
1: How about we get them to pay more money? Right. And you would think you'd, you'd be like, "Oh, well, maybe the other seats will be cheaper." No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> that's, no, no. that's not how they work. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So okay, well, a little bit. So here's, here, did you look at the the breakdown? Yeah. But you go ahead. Okay. So they have value seating, mm-hmm. which you have to be a part of their membership club to use, uh, which are slightly cheaper. They didn't say how much, but I'm assuming it's like 50 cents. And That those, much? Yeah. Okay, 25. That's generous. Yeah. And those are the front row. Crank neck, your neck. Crank your neck seats. Yeah. So, And you can only get those seats... Value seats if you're a member. That's free to sign up for the membership, okay, but whatever. Okay. Then they have the premium seating, Primo, which costs more money, and that's the center prime. Mm. I think they call it screen view, mm. is, <laughs> the, is the word they like the screen view seating. And that's the middle of the theater where everyone wants to see, sit. And then they have the regular seating, which mm. is the normal price. Mm-hmm that you're paying anyway. And that's like back of the row, sides of the auditorium stuff. Yeah. And
2: yeah. So just as a sidebar, while we're talking about prices. Yeah. Paramount, God bless them. Mm. They're going the other way. Yeah. They released 80 for Brady. Oh yeah. And encouraged movie theaters to discount the tickets. To eight bucks, right? Well, a lot of theaters, AMC went to matinee pricing. Okay. They didn't go to eight dollars. Regal went to matinee pricing. They didn't go to eight dollars. Mm. Penn Cinema and some other independent theater owners played along and went to eight bucks. Wow. I was sure. You and I talked about this the other week. Yeah, yeah. I was sure that that would hurt their gross. Mm-hmm. And I don't. We may never know if it did or not. Because if I got a hundred people at eight bucks, would I have only gotten fifty people at sixteen bucks? Right. You don't know that answer. You would have needed to. Leave one of the theaters right. at normal. Right. Yeah. And, and have the exact same showtime. Right. I don't know how that would have worked. And clones of the people. Anyway, if you take out some special well, events that we did this weekend. That alley could have kept going. <laughs> the clones. <laughs> yeah. clo- all right, we'll come back to the clones. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was moving too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see it. <laughs> um, if you take out some special events that we did this weekend that were immensely popular. Hmm. 80 for Brady was our number one movie. Really? Yeah. At $8 a head. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think it's really exciting and it's really interesting to look at like now it's not going to like don't get excited it's not going to be all of a sudden like every movie is 8 bucks but like it shows that like when you do special pricing models, there is, there is a market for that. There is an yeah. opportunity to do special. So as you're listening to this, 80 for Brady is still $8 and will be for another week. See, I think they should have leaned into it. We did. And it should have been,
1: what, $92 a ticket <laughs> because in 80, go to Brady.
2: 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady, 12 for us. 12 for <laughs> yeah, you guys. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. I see what you did yeah. there. You're like a math whiz. A lot of people don't know that about you. Yeah. I mean, there are times where I do math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a math guy. Yeah. Sometimes okay. math happens. Okay. So, meanwhile, one last comment. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So, do you, what do you think of this? Like, obviously ridiculous, right? Totally. Yeah.
2: Totally right. ridiculous. Right. And I think that it's unnecessary. Like the people, like especially like because we've talked about this. People with reserve ticketing now, if you are if you are very particular about where you want to sit, mm. and you click on the six p.m. show, and there's no seats anywhere near that spot, you're not going to not go. Right. You're going to click on the seven p.m. show. Yeah. Or the five thirty show, or or the next day, you know, or whatever.
1: And and the crazy thing is, they're rolling this out in select theaters. And yeah. let's let's be real, they're rolling it out in big cities. Right. Right? Where the ticket prices are already like 20 bucks edging to 20 dollars. Right. yeah, I mean, ridiculous, right so uh, I don't know, man, I think this is crazy, and you know what? I just want to say right now, I give you uh, forgiveness and uh, um, love, freedom and love and me. freedom to say. I mean, to say. That this will never come here without teasing you about how you've said that about other things, because I
2: really don't think it will. <laughs> well, it's funny you would say that because I was formulating those words in my head. And I thought I- I'm not saying that in front of David. <laughs> yeah, I'm not falling for that Cause one Because in the past, right? Usually it's or, a jinx. Yeah. Usually, like if I say we're never going to do something, that's your guaranteed ticket. It's coming next right. week. And I, I say this is a so free. We're never going to do this. Right. Not without. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without the. Uh, oh the god. curse. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. All right. So detective, is that what it stands De- for? Detective, detective comics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So DC news, we had huge news.
2: Isn't it like DCEMUBY squared news? This isn't math again. <laughs>
1: it's DC, uh, U, DC. DC universe, which yeah. used to be the DC EU. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. But now it's the DCU. Right. So big things coming from our boy, um, Yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> I want Mr. DC expert. I want to say J.J. Abrams, but I'm smart enough to just know. Understand? We now thank you J. J. with Abrams. the
2: Pensinova Podcast <laughs> DC expert David you know, Moulton. I didn't
1: have horrible. Over to you, David. I didn't have horrible luck with names before this podcast, <laughs> and it has destroyed me. James Gunn. James thing. Gunn. Yeah. So, uh, apparently, the two guys, James Gunn. One N
2: or two ends? Uh, three. Three. Yeah, he's not like a pen. Well, there's the silent N before the G. Yeah. James Gunn.
1: He, of the two of them, has become the uh, good cop to the bad cop routine. (laughs) He's the one talking about the future, and the other guy is the one that's like, well, we're going to cancel this, and we're going to cancel that, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of funny. So anyway, a lot of crazy things came out here. Uh, we'll go through them real quickly because this is a whole revamping to DC as we know it, not just in the movies, but as an entertainment industry uh, uh, provider. It's the, they're, they're becoming more like Marvel, but if they do this right, they, they they've I really feel like James Gunn from being in Marvel knows what, has seen what worked mm. and has come back and said, right, right. if we wipe it clean, and do this right, we can be as successful, if not more successful, mm. in what we do. Now, a lot remains to be seen. Mm. They haven't had a great tracker, but this is supposed to be all new. So, here's here's the roadmap. The Flash Season 9, early 2023. We've already
2: had eight seasons of The Flash? That's crazy, right?
1: I've never watched any of them. Okay, thank God. But... That that comes to an end, and that ends the TV universe. Oh, okay. So the big thing that that James Gunn wanted everyone to understand is, we're in this uni- we're in this world where people are starting to be, get used to universes within, um, like Marvel. Mm-hmm. How, you know, Sony and had the Spider Man's come over and mm-hmm. and 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 kind of start to expect that and. And DC was a, the DCEU was leaning heavy into that. They were going to go that direction. What James Gunn is saying is what's going to happen is it's all going to get unified, except for that there's still room for stuff like Joker, Matt Reeves, Batman to happen, and they're what they call elseworld stories. They're not They're stories of these characters that are not connected to the narrative that's going on. And there's not going to be like a million of them, but it gives them the freedom to do things that are like to continue with the Batman series of movies or Mm -hmm. the Joker series of movies and not have them connected to anything else. So the flash ends the TV universe. Then Shazam fury of the gods. March 17th is the official first movie of the DCU. However, there is another movie, the flash movie, which is due out in June 16th. Of 2023. Now there's been a lot of controversy about this. James Gunn swears it's one of the best movies ever made, um, and that it's crazy. But the point is, at the end of the Flash movie, the universe the, de- the will be wiped clean. It's going to be a reset, mm. and so everything that's happened, the Snyderverse or whatever, can be its own thing. And you can say, all right, from this point on, all of those people that we've seen before, that's
2: not we had. So the new era of the right. DCU kicks off in August with The Blue Beetle. Right. Well
1: Shazam's technically part of it because Shazam was has always been separate. He hasn't had any interactions with any of the other like mm. Black Adam screwed oh, gotcha. himself screwed himself over because he had Henry Cavill in it. Yeah. Superman. And yeah. And so now it's considered part of the old tribe, Just, also, as, a, didn't just do
2: well. as a spoiler alert, David has notes on here that go through the end of twenty four and clearly po- probably into twenty five. Right. There's no mention of Superman anywhere. There is. There is. Yeah. Where do you see that? Uh, I got to it. Oh, I cool, see. I see. I see. I see it cool, now. Jets. Oh my gosh.
1: So then, August eighteenth, we have Blue Beetle. Dun dun dun. Which uh, that's a movie coming out. Then Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on Christmas of this year. Right. Which is interestingly we'll find out how much of a reset of aquaman it is yeah and how much of it is is the old aquaman i guess we'll find out
2: does it star jason mimosa it,
1: it does but okay. he's saying this is the last one that he's going to be in so it might be a final movie of his things and then he's mm-hmm. done and uh, there's rumors that he's going to play lobo in the future yeah. movies then we have joker uh du? is that how you say it
2: i think so yeah
1: which is an elseworld story okay uh, then the big kicker, Superman Legacy. They're saying they want to cast someone around 25 years old. It's mm. going to be a younger Superman. He's going to be.
2: Are you in the running for this? Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say something so early. You know what? It's, it's the surfing that kept you yeah, young. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So you okay. know, Rory would be a great candidate. Oh no to doubt, play Superman.
1: It's, what up, Rah? What up, brah? <laughs> uh so he's supposed to be more of the boy, the Boy Scout, where he doesn't. He's very strict mm-hmm. on his, his like, do good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be classic Christopher Reeve's kind of style, goody two shoes. Not gonna be
2: like edgy, and dark. Right. Yeah. No Snyder verse.
1: So, and the thing is, you can look these up. All of these movies, James Gunn goes and lists like the comics that have inspired them so that you can go and buy the graphic novels and read okay. the stories that have inspired these. So Superman Legacy. Then we have the Elseworlds story that's Batman 2, the Christopher, uh, the Matt Reeves Batman. But then here's the here's the big one. From here on out, everything is in development, but this is the order it's supposed to come out.
2: Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me back up. The Batman 2. Yeah. You said Matt Reeves. That's the director.
1: Yeah, so that's the... Um, that's. Uh,
2: not Christian Bale.
1: Rob, Robinson Bat, and Batty Bat. Bat Batty Bats. Batty yeah, Bats. Yeah, yeah. Batman 2 with Batty Bats. I
2: liked Batman. Yeah. The Batman.
1: The Batman. Yeah. Uh, but then the next movie is called The Brave and the Bold. The true story of the Penn Cinema Podcast. The Penn Cinema Podcast. But do you know what this is? No. The Brave and the Bold is, a, I think it's a Grant Morrison. I'm pretty sure it's Grant Morrison, but it's a Batman story. So this is the first... In DC, you Batman story. And this is where it's, it's going to, it's interesting. Not only are they rebooting Batman, but they're rebooting Batman at a period of his life. Do you know who Damian Wayne is? No, but I bet she's related to Bruce. You are correct. So remember Rasha Ghoul from the, I do. Okay. Yes. in the universe, Rasha has a daughter and he and her name's
2: Talia and, and she ends up with Damian. and.
1: Batman and Talia, they get down and dirty, like, on occasion. But she's a bad guy. She's an assassin. She's part of the League of Assassins. Batman's
2: sleeping with an assassin. Right.
1: Long story short, she uses some of his DNA to make a test tube baby. Oh, no. That is one Damien Wayne. (laughs) Hey, we've all been there. Right? I mean, you know. (laughs) Who hasn't had a (laughs) girl? (laughs) Right. Yes.
2: That's what middle school's all about. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So she makes Damien, and then she (laughs) raises him until he's, like, a young, a preteen or a young teenager. Right. I can't remember which it is, but she trains him as an assassin.
0: Right? (laughs) In the League of Assassins. Yeah.
1: Now, he's never actually killed anyone, but he's trained to eventually be an assassin. At which point, then, she has never told Bruce and comes to him and says, yo, you have a son. It's time for you to step up. Yeah. Or he's going to kill you. uh, No, no, he's not going to kill you. You have a son. It's time for you to step up. And what I mean is, it's your turn. And she just
2: hands into because
1: it's your turn to train him to do yeah. to be a de, to be a detective. Oh. So Damien becomes Robin. <gasps> and he's a more violent cuz he has to like Batman's teaching him not to be yeah. as super violent. He's angry, but what well, this, who wouldn't be? Right. But what this implies is that the Batman we're going to get will already be in a universe where the Bat family exists, mm-hmm. meaning other Robins Batgirls. Batgirls. Like <clears throat> they don't all have to be there right away, but it implies yeah. that we've been down that road before, which is great. So, also Damian Wayne's awesome. Then moving on, we have Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which is really exciting because it's not the copy and paste version of Superman that you would expect. Yeah, this story that they're basing it off on, off of is Supergirl is. Was a survivor of Krypton's explosion and like watched everybody kind of die and has had to deal with that. And then comes to earth, like post apocalyptic PTSD and is now on earth and, Mm. and dealing with, you know, learning her. And there's a whole thing of why she's younger than Clark because of time she was like frozen in a a pot or whatever and then didn't get Uh here anyway. So that that happens, then there's the authority,
2: which is and all of these are now like in development, right? Like there's no dates to them,
1: right? And the authority is um, this is also all of these are movies so far. Mm. Uh, the authority is a wildcat, uh, a wildcat uh, production. So they were uh, a whole group of like crazy. Uh, more edgy superheroes that were purchased by DC a while back. So that's like some people are are really into these characters. They're pretty obscure. Then we have a horror movie for Swamp Thing, which I think uh, the show, which got canceled due to budgeting reasons, proved can be can be cool. Then we get into the TV shows. So Peacemaker is considered part of the DCU they are gonna just gonna be a peacemaker season two but they're also doing a, a series called Waller which is about Amanda Waller who was part of peacemaker and uh, suicide squad
2: Did, I was gonna say didn't we see her in suicide squad yeah
1: and one of the Bat, I think Batman versus Superman okay. so she's gonna be a holdover and I think this means technically the second suicide squad is also a holdover because peacemaker is considered mm. a holdover as well. Uh, Then we get Creature Commandos, which is an animated series. Uh, Creature Commandos is like, you know, your universal monsters. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. If they were like a superhero team. But here's the interesting thing about this. It's animated, right? They're, They're only casting voice actors that could then turn around and play the characters live action. So that when they have them appear live action, they'll be the same. Wow. So I think that's that's creative. That's cool planning. Yeah. Then there's a Booster Gold TV series, which I'm actually really excited about. I like Booster Gold a lot. Do you know who he is? Uh-uh. He's a, a hero from the 23rd century. He's just a guy who works at a museum for uh, superheroes. And he just decides to steal all this technology. And then he goes <laughs> back in time and uses it to pretend to be a superhero. But he's a real vain and like just wants the fame. Mm. Anyway. Then there's Paradise Lost, which they're saying is a lot like Game of Thrones, which is the story of the Amazons way before Diana and how they
2: became Amazons. And so these shows would likely end up on HBO, right? Hypothetically. Isn't if HBO that- is still around. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why wouldn't HBO be around?
1: Well, you know, there's the whole thing. It's merging with Discovery, and it might just become Discovery+. Plus. Mm, gotcha. But I, don't, I mean, it'll, yeah. you know, I don't know where the content will be, but yeah, hypothetically – and then there's Lanterns, which is going to be, uh, uh I think it's Kyle Rayner and John Stewart's, um, they're Green Lanterns, both doing a, what they're saying is like true detective, which is a space detective thing. And that's where we have rolled out. Now the thing is all of these, they're casting all of these characters for all the shows, including even we see with the animated ones with full intention that if they all have to sign uh, apparently a 10-year contract that includes television and movies interesting so that the ca- they're pre they're pre-planning that the characters will cross over between whether it's cameos or whatever between yeah. movies and that's you know that's something that we see with Marvel now but years ago Marvel tried to do it and the right. TV shows were still kind of weird and yeah that's a lot of information I don't know if I have time for all this. Well, I'm, that's I'm exhausted the just hearing about it. It's the idea. I think is two movies in a show every year. Okay. So it's it's not quite as bad as it as it comes out.
2: So, gun to your head. James gun to my head. James gun to your head. Yeah. What's your favorite piece of news out of this? Uh, I got one. I got one easy. Yeah. Yep. I think Superman Legacy is my, my. Yeah, that's that's exciting. What is it? I think the brave and the bold. To hear Ooh. you explain that, I mean that is so exciting because Batman Actually, is amazing. Actually, I'm gonna go with that too. Yeah, and Dark Knight was awesome, and even the Batman was good, and Joker was good. Like, there's been a lot of good. I'm not trying to knock on yeah. anything, but just Batman's so cool. To the way you described brave and the bold, like that sounds so creative and yeah. fresh, and like opens up a whole new take.
1: And I'll have to show you a picture of it because Damian Wayne in the brave and the bold, he's a he's a ninja assassin. So imagine Robin with a big samurai sword. Yeah, like it's he's awesome. He's and he's his Robin suit's not as like childish and sleek. Like it's badass.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. imagine Robin. Period. Like we haven't really yeah, seen, we true. haven't seen much. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, there's been some, but Chris nothing, O'Connor, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing worth nothing worth mentioning. Yeah. That's awesome. I uh, oh, what's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, technically. At, at the end of The Dark Knight. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen... That would have been cool. Another, a fourth installment. And it doesn't even have to have Christian Bale. It could have been Joseph Gordon-Levitt all right. the way. Yeah, they could, even, they could have even just made him Nightwing.
1: Right. Which is yep. older Robin. Right. And yeah. And that would have been cool. All right, let's move into trailers. Right. I've been talking a lot. It's your turn. That's the news. Yeah, that is all the news. that There's fit to print and clearly... There's a music cue. Oh.
2: oh, trailer time! So we have before us a variety. Every time I say the word variety, I think of the Corn Kid. Do you know the Corn Kid? Yeah. He says, "What it's- do you like to do besides eat corn?" And he goes, "Oh, I play a variety of games." <laughs> it's time. <Tag. laughs> and then he goes, "Never lava monster." <laughs> <laughs> the kid's so cool. Yeah. Definitely a cool kid. I can't say exactly the same. About these trailers. About all these trailers, David. I'm just going to put that out there. So I will say I do have a trailer of the week. And it was easy for me. Is it? Yeah. So we're going to start at the top with the Magic Flute, which is Roland Emmerich's uh, new movie. Basically a knockoff of Harry Potter. Is that how you read that? How you saw that? Kid goes away to boarding school. Yeah, has some kind of fantastical yeah. experiences. Looks at a clock wrong and ends up like Lion, the witch in the wardrobe. He's at music school. Yeah, gets yeah. sent away to music school, which looks exactly like Hogwarts. Uh, right, and then in the Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, they go through the wardrobe, and this kid goes through a clock. That's basically like how yeah. it
1: happens. And it's got uh, the guy who plays uh, the the Bolton kid from. Uh, Game of Thrones is supposed to be a good guy, and I'm like, nah, I don't, I can't even. So imagine here's my guy.
2: problem. Like I see this every now and then with Hollywood. Yeah. Somebody had a script. Yeah. Somebody had a pet project. I think this
1: is this is a book too. I think.
2: And somehow they got Roland Emmerich attached, uh, and then somehow they got like a B-list actor that somebody recognizes from something else. They cobble it together, and then they want us to go see it.
1: But when has Roland Emmerich done something? Good.
2: Well, I don't know. I liked some of his disaster movies back before he got all fancy. Right. It's been a long it's been time. A, yes. No, it's been he's, a long time. He's in the same category as M. Night. Right. Like, I don't trust him anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, The Magic Flute was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, Sound of Silence is a uh, knockoff on Quiet Place. Yes. It comes from a studio that couldn't think of a name for itself, so they named themselves The XYZ Studio. Right. It. I do like the, um, I'm not going to watch this movie. Right.
1: Obviously. <laughs> it, right. It's a horror movie, right. but I did like the idea of the ghosts are there, but they can only interact when you make noise. Mm. And, uh, so it's like, there's no one around, but she hits the, she hits a key on the typewriter and the ghost can grab the typewriter and throw it. Mm. Um, so I thought that was like an
2: interesting gimmick.
1: That's all I have to say.
2: Yeah. Third, <laughs> this is the first legit movie, The Boogeyman from 20th Century Studios. Yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, isn't it, um, uh, Stephen King? Um, uh, um, uh, it's a Stephen King book, right? Isn't it, um, uh,
0: <laughs> isn't it? <laughs>
2: Isn't <laughs> Is it a mama? a mama? Is it a mama? Mama. Not the mama. Isn't it a mama? It's it is a mama. It's it a is. mama Stephen King book. Right. Yes. Uh I don't know. This again, kind of like Sound of Silence, except this looks like a good movie if you're into horror movies. It looks like a better made movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks legit. So the first movie that stands a chance of us watching it That's true Is called Now if, if you're in the middle of something Stop what you're doing Because you're going to need a minute Yeah It's going to take me a Clear minute Clear your mind like, You ready? This is the title I'll tell you when I stop reading the title The title of this movie is called Big George Foreman The Miraculous Story Of the Once and Future Heavyweight Champion of the World Is there more? That's it Okay, That's the whole title Wow! Isn't it my This is my mama? Isn't it my Uh I don't know. This 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 is from stone. This is from Stone Stoneys. This, this is, is from, from Stoners. This is from Sony's faith based arm. Yeah, I know. Called Affirm Films or something like that, and it appears to be taking sort of a, a stronger. It's not a, a, a. I don't think it's like a legit, like full on boxing movie. I think it looks spends a little bit more time. Focusing on his faith. Yeah,
1: between when he stopped boxing and
2: right. then when he decided to come back because he couldn't make the money. Right. My question is, when did he start making the grills? I don't, I don't they, know. They didn't show that in the trailer.
1: Well, no, they did. Oh, they did? It's it's at the very end. He says, the guy says, remember those grills that you put your name oh, on? Right, right, right. They started paying out. Yeah. And, like, he's surprised. He's super rich. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah, there's a chance I could watch this, but it's slim. Yeah,
1: it, it mostly we would have
2: to be. Well, like, oh. l- let me put it this way: Boogeyman and now George Foreman. These are two movies that will appear at your local multiplex. Mm-hmm. What about this one? Surprised me.
1: Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Guy Ritchie's? Yeah, didn't
2: say Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie? Yeah. It's a Guy Ritchie film? Yeah. Directed by Guy Ritchie? That's what guy I was looking at. Well, it has his name Ritchie? on it. It says Guy, Ritchie guy Ritchie Ritchie's.
1: Film? I mean, first off. film by Guy Ritchie? How many movies? Guy Ritchie movie? How many of Guy Ritchie's movies say Guy Ritchie's? It's a movie by Guy Ritchie. No, it's guy Ritchie. clearly by. What's her Guy Ritchie? Face?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. What's her name? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. This is where she got her idea of how you're supposed Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Is where, this is where she learned how to put your name. Yeah. Like, so this trailer is like, the first slide is like a Guy Ritchie film. By and Guy then, Ritchie. And then there's something else, and it's like, by Guy Ritchie. And then there's something else, and it's like Guy Ritchie presents. And yeah. And it's like, all right, listen. Elizabeth. Starring Jake
1: Gyllenhaal right. as Guy Ritchie. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: All right, listen, buddy, we get it. Now, first of all, we we love Guy Ritchie, layer cake. Yeah, oh Can you yeah, make layer cake. Yeah, he's made some really good movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's made some great movies. No doubt. All right,
1: but I think his last one was Man from, no, Man
2: La Mancha. From, no, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. I don't know. Yeah. Um. This this movie looks like it was made for Netflix. Yes, it looks it horrible. Because it is a Netflix movie. Is it okay? Yeah, it is.
1: But it's a Guy Ritchie movie.
2: A it's Guy Ritchie a, film? It's a, it's not on Netflix. Guy Ritchie? It's Guy Ritchie.
1: <laughs> Isn't it a mama? Isn't it a mama? Isn't it a mama? I wish it said that at the top.
2: Isn't it a mama? Guy Ritchie film? Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured Kramer from Seinfeld like, over in a corner like, rocking himself. <laughs> going, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie.
0: Guy <laughs> <laughs> Ritchie. All
2: right. So the the movie is called The Covenant. <laughs> it's a Guy Ritchie <garbage laughs> film. <laughs> yeah. Is it? It looks, it looks dumb. It looks bad. It, it, you know what it looks like? And, like, I don't... You're. If you don't know the show, you're going to think I'm being disrespectful, but I just... It is what it is. This is a TV movie. You know, it's fine. It's a TV movie. Yeah. I don't know why we're reviewing it, because it's I'm not going to show up in theaters, but whatever. All right. The Lost King. Now, this movie... I don't see this movie coming to theaters either, no. but this was my second place movie of the week. That's funny. This is my number one. This is your trailer of the week. Yeah. This, tell us about it. This was a great trailer. Uh, and it looks like a really cute little movie. Yeah. It's a British comedy. Uh, Which right away, you're off to a good start. Right. With a a,
1: a girl who's a, a lady, a girl, a lady who is a writer. A young woman. Young woman. Well, actually, she's no, she's, she's not, not young. that young. No, yeah. she's disabled. Cause she has five fibro- no she has chronic fatigue mm. um and she's been a writer for years, and she's too expensive.
2: I didn't so, pick up that that was a disability,
1: yeah, she said in the beginning she says i'm just dis- i'm disabled i have I have chronic fatigue interesting I work from home yeah. i I'm a writer okay, and then uh the publishing company lets her go for younger, cheaper right writers. She doesn't know what she's going to do. So everyone's like, you should write a book. And then she makes fun of King Richard mm-hmm. and um, Shakespeare. And, but then she starts seeing visions of him and starts to, I guess there, no one knows where he's buried. And it's based on true story. Right. And she decides she's going to figure out where he's buried. Right. And uh, it's like a, just like a, a journey of
2: her trying to figure it out
1: while also dealing with like this hallucination of King Richard. Who's so, talking to what
2: her. what made this, what caught me on this movie, what hooked me, what made me like this trailer, was she has this hallucination as you reference where she keeps seeing King Richard. Yeah, and then apparently throughout the course of the movie, she ends up having a little dialogue with him. Right, but he never says anything to her. Oh, uh, he does at one point. But a lot of times he's it's just, just standing. He's there. just standing there staring at her or whatever, and then she goes. You don't happen to know where you are, do you? Yeah. That might help. Right.
1: <laughs> like, I, so funny. I just thought it was, it was a, it seems like a cute story. Yeah. I like that the husband, like, you, you could easily be like, oh, the characters could be like, you're crazy. But every time they show her husband on the phone, he's like, go for it.
2: Do it. Yeah. Like, go. Great. Like, don't let them hold you back. Yeah. Like, yeah, I 100%. Love it. Yeah. Love it. This so, is my trailer of the week. Moving on. Oh, okay. which opens up in march 17th and it will absolutely come to penn cinema and you know who's going to watch it the exact same audience that watched 80 for brady yeah this two of the same actors even uh, actresses this did look pretty funny jane fonda and um lily tomlin yeah who i fell back in love with both of them when i saw 80 for brady yeah. and they co-star in this movie called moving on and it just it just had me in stitches and did uh, mcdonald what's his name
1: yeah. Who's the guy? You would recognize him, but I forget his name. Yeah, he was uh, the enemy in Star Trek
2: Generations. He's the enemy in a bunch of things, including, I think, I'm not making this up Guy Ritchie. <gasps> Wasn't he in a Guy, of, Ritchie? Uh, guy Ritchie film? Isn't my Anyway, yeah. I, I'm not going to look it up, but yeah. he, he's a bad guy in a variety of shows. The movie is called Moving On. I would say this trailer is worth watching. This trailer is 100% yeah. worth watching. I he, cannot wait to see this movie. Some of the jokes were so She's just like, you know,
1: my murder canceled for you tomorrow, <laughs> right. so I'm able to help <laughs> I'm you. I'm in.
2: Yeah. And she has this gigantic kitchen knife. And she, the whole premise of the movie is she's fantasizing about killing this guy. Yeah. yeah like her ex-boyfriend or something like that. No, it's, right. So his wife died.
1: And these are his wife's friends. Oh, right. And they blame him for something about
2: his wife. And so she's walking across the wake with this gigantic kitchen knife on her way to kill the guy. And the caterer or somebody says, where are you going with that knife? And she, Jane Fonda, and it's her comedy. Her comedy chops are, are like, spot on. I don't know if it's always been that way for her or whatever, because I don't think she's famous for comedy. Right. I mean, I'm not really positive, but anyway, she goes, I was going, she, the guy says, where are you going with that knife? And she looks, pauses and looks at the knife and then looks back up at the guy and says, I was going to go stab someone. (laughs) 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 So like, I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. And, uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Next up we have another TV show. Uh, she want to skip over it? No. Okay. A little white lie. This would have been my trailer of the week if it was going to be a movie. Yeah, it looks, looks
1: pretty decent. Yep. And it's about an actress who gets cancer. And at the beginning, she's kind of covering it up. But uh, as... The things, actress is played by Andy McDowell. Yeah. And as things progress, she um, is like, we can't hide this. No. But there's no, all these I little think white... think
2: you're on the wrong movie. No. What? Yeah, you are. She gets cancer, right? Yeah, but that movie that you're talking about is called God's Time. No
1: no God's time is the one with a guy who falls in love with the girl at uh, the the AA meeting and she says I'm gonna kill
2: myself okay the one that you're talking about is called my happy ending no now you're playing a joke on me nope, and I I'm know not. You I'm not are. playing a joke I swear to God which was the happy ending joke or movie then that is the movie I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> Mr. <Mister, Mister> Jokester. <laughs> well, the movie I'm What's
1: talking about up? is called What's My up? Happy Ending. Wait, I
2: just want to make sure that we all saw what just happened there. David Mansplain did we gaslit me in one <laughs> sentence? <laughs> well, if you can't, if you're not sure what strategy is going to win, <laughs> right.
1: you got to try all, them all <laughs> right. one time. All right. So
2: before you get to the Andy McDowell cutesy cancer, my happy ending movie, <laughs> and before we get to the uh, guy falling in love with the girl called God's Time, there was a little movie that's going to come to TV called Little White Lies. And it stars a bunch of people that you may or may not recognize. I never heard any of them. Mm. But the premise is pretty hilarious. The, um, oh, the star is Kate Hudson. Okay. She's the main character. And then there's a bunch of other characters who, like, you might know their names. I didn't recognize oh,
1: them. Oh, I remember yes. now. Yes. Yeah, okay. there's, there's
2: like a whole bunch of people who you recognize all of them. Yeah. Um, the other main character is Michael Shannon.
1: Mm. Yeah, 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 Am yeah, I getting yeah. that name right? The yeah, guy? Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, anyway, the premise of this movie is she's putting on like a book fair and she has, or something like that, some kind of special event to support the library or something. Yeah. And she invites this incredibly reclusive author, but she gets the wrong address and sends the letter to a guy of the same name. No, I think it's her friend. It's the recluse's friend? I, she, no, she,
1: the guy, so. It's this person that no one's ever seen. Right,
2: the right. author. The author
1: that he's never, he's never come out. Right, and I'm pretty sure she convinces her. He's her friend, that she convinces to pretend to be him. No, I disagree.
2: Because she teams up with him, like by right. Because I I think that she originally thinks she's inviting the real guy, goes ends up with the wrong guy, and then but then she can't admit it. Like she still needs to save oh, okay. her little group. Oh, okay. So the and guy- then
1: Zach Braff shows up and he's like, I'm the real guy.
2: Right. Yeah. But he's not. Or at least. Well, it, they're like, no, you're not. There's I'm betting no that he's not. Yeah. Anyway, the movie looks really cute and really funny. And it's called Little White Lies. It does look good. Yeah. And um, that's the movie that I was talking about. There was a movie that looked like it should have been funny. Right. It
1: had joke like buildups with yeah. bad payoff. And it was like trying to be a comedy, but the trailer didn't set it up to be a comedy. And that's God's time. Right. Like, I thought the trailer was going somewhere, and then there was a fake commercial all of a sudden in the center of the trailer.
2: And I'm like, what is going on here? Let me tell you about my experience watching the God's Time trailer. Okay. I started watching it. Then he stopped. And then I slid the little thing to the end to see when it was coming out and where. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm not watching this trailer. This sucks.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's bad.
2: You know why? Why? There's only so many minutes
1: in a day, David. Well, there's only so many trailers on an episode, and we have... I'm all
2: here we have one more we have three more yeah. my happy ending is david's movie that he was talking about with the actress who's played by andy mcdowell who yeah. suddenly gets cancer or not suddenly but you know she gets cancer and it looks like she, kind of a drama
1: they, yeah they they're covering it up at first and then she learns to accept it
2: yeah i thought it looked pretty weak yeah with all due respect okay 88
1: can't remember what this one's about. I
2: definitely watched this trailer. It's a uh, it's a political thriller. Oh, that's right. About the 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 Democratic Party in this make believe world nominates a black guy to be president. Right. But then after he's already like nominated and on his way to the election, they discover that he actually is a Nazi, like pretty no, hardcore Nazi. They don't discover
1: he's a Nazi. They discover that the people who backed it and made it possible for him to become president are Nazis. Oh. Because they're, they say there's, uh, the 88 thing comes from, there's, um, incremented, uh, right. all the donations, donations are, in are increments increments $88. Do- 88. Dollars, yeah. And then they figure out that they're from Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: there's, this was whatever. It's, yeah. it's whatever. Final and Ant-Man trailer.
1: Didn't you watch? Did, did you see this? I didn't see it. So I thought, didn't we talk about it last
2: week? We, we might've. Okay. And that's yeah. it for the trailers. All right. Can I just recap? Because yeah. we talked about a lot of shit that people do not need to remember. <sighs> but I do want to tell you, you should watch the trailer for Moving On, because that's a good movie that's going to be coming to theaters next month. Yeah, And then if you're into watching trailers, The Lost King and Little White Lies are both worth watching. Boom. But Boom. the movie's called Moving On, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, March 17th. You know, I'm really good friends with a guy who loves movies. I thought you were going to say March 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 (laughs) 17th. I I have a friend of mine who loves movies. But what I what I discovered over the weekend was that he may in fact be a snob. No. Because I told him how much I loved 80 for Brady and he was like, That movie's trash. (laughs) Ah, this wasn't me that time. Yeah. Pinkies out. I was like, "Why can't you just enjoy a regular movie like a regular person? You don't have to be so smart that you guessed the ending." You know what T Loney said to me the other day? Talk to me. He said, "I pulled a molten." Oh, what's that?
1: And I was like,
2: "Oh, this was (laughs) right on the cat."
1: This is this is like this is right after our. pretended to have seen the movie and mm-hmm. and he was telling me how funny oh, that was so funny i was like oh you convinced and he's like my friend really wanted to watch the show and i kept telling him <laughs> how bad it was that he was he shouldn't watch it and I was like, and then you revealed you haven't seen it. He's like, no, no, I just poo pooed all over it. I pulled a
2: molten. <laughs> oh and I was god! Like, Shut up, yeah. Tieloni. Go <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, stop. <laughs> go on, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the movie we watched this week was actually only watched by yours truly, Pen mm. Ketchum. Uh, the movie's called Eighty for Brady. Yeah. It featured all kinds of sports ball. Oh. Amazing. Being performed by my favorite team during my favorite Super Bowl of all time. Right? Yep. Super Bowl 33. Yep. And or f- 51, whatever. Something like that. My favorite team was the Steelers. Right. Patriots. So <laughs> this was, if if you follow football even a little bit, right. then you remember. I know you don't, David. Do I though? Maybe I do. Isn't it me, me, me? Isn't it me, me, me? Yeah. Isn't it a me-, yeah, me-, me, me, me? me-, me. Um, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> uh, Guy Ritchie. Hey, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> Guy Ritchie was not in this movie. What? And it was not a film, a Guy Ritchie film. Okay. My favorite Super Bowl of all time. Let me tell you this story. Okay. New England Patriots are in the Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, uh, yeah. I go down the street to my neighbor's house for their Super Bowl party. Of course. Big mistake. What? Big mistake. Mistake,
1: Biggest mistake? Yes. Whoa. So I'm
2: at, So the Patriots are down like 21 nothing. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, like, miserable. So at halftime, while Lady Gaga is performing, I thank— Oh, I remember Lady Gaga. I thank our friends. Hey, thanks so much for having a, I'm very polite. I'm not, a, I'm not one of these guys that has, like, a temper tantrum at a friend's yeah. house. You know, like, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. do—I can control myself.
1: You said, I'm 80 for Brady, and I'm out.
2: But I was pretty sad. I was pretty upset and how the game was going. Oh my god! So I I didn't want to ha- I wasn't I didn't want to be hanging around a bunch of people. So I went back to my house. Patriots are down twenty one nothing at halftime. I go back to my house. Atlanta scores the touchdowns, Twenty eight. Patriots get a field goal. Twenty eight to three. I go upstairs. I put on my lucky New England Patriots jammies. Yeah. My lucky free Tom Brady T-shirt and go sit in my assigned spot on my own couch in my house. What were
1: you freeing Tom Brady from? His
2: uh, four-game suspension oh, from okay. Deflate Gate. Okay. Oh, yeah. I sit, yeah. I, I sit in my corner, my lucky corner spot, was, and Patriots get a touchdown. Oh, my gosh. So what did I do? I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't move a muscle. I did not get up from that spot you were, for the entire duration of the second half. You were the charm. That's what I'm saying. Not that any of those bastards wrote me a thank you note. <laughs> what? <laughs> not even a text or a "Hey, pen, thanks." This—that's ridiculous. Right. Honestly, Patriots come back, win the Super Bowl. It was amazing. I remember. I was so excited. Lady Gaga. <laughs> you, you remember the Lady Gaga Sports Time show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember, though. <laughs> all right. So this movie. Uh, this I I'm not exaggerating. Now, partly because I'm a Patriots fan and partly because I'm a sap, but I watched this movie with Amy and and a couple other people, and I cried. Nice. Movie is touching. It's funny. But if you're going to go into it like a snob, then you're going to hate it Mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not, it's not a cinematic masterpiece. Nobody's going to nominate anybody for any Oscars. The cinematography isn't groundbreaking. You know, but it's a fun movie about four fun friends. One of them has cancer, you know, go through all this stuff together, try to get to the Super Bowl. You know, there's all kinds of subplots and it's just a great, I, I loved this movie. And by the way, it has a 90% audience approval rate on really? Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. If, you, if you're going into this with an attitude and you're going to be all judgy, then you're going to hate it. Because it's exactly that kind of movie Yeah, You
1: need to go into it 80 for Brady
2: You, you got to go into it like To be entertained right. by, a, by a fun movie With some funny women I loved it Nice. It's the best movie I ever saw Best movie And, and David Because yeah. I know you're going to get all snarky And make your little comment Is the best movie I ever saw And I've seen two movies since then
1: What?
2: So boom on you <laughs> Guy Ritchie Guy
1: What other movies did you watch? I watched
2: Funny People Oh On uh, Netflix That's sad though And I watched um, Oh, that's the only one movie But I watched other shows Okay Since then Alright,
1: yeah. cool Are you ready for listener notes, questions, answers, comments, and math problems? I've
2: never been more ready I got my abacus out my solar powered calculator, Oh some chalk. You'll notice we had the chalkboard installed. I don't know if you were wondering why that was there. I was wondering.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he, it's really weird. He's got a tic-tac-toe board. Right. That's used for math somehow, I'm <laughs> right. assuming. But Absolutely. We, all right. So let's start off with a letter from Lil O. Lil O. Our,
2: our movie extraordinary. This, this kid got the name Lil because we don't want to accidentally confuse him with the big O. Right. Who's, they call him the Big O because he's so big. No one's as big as the Big O. No, could yeah. never be. So this is Little O. That's why he's over in Spain right now. Ah, Dios he, mio. He
1: was too big for us. <laughs> right. That's right. Him over there. Yeah,
2: okay. That was probably a smart move on our part.
1: So he says, so I know you talked about me seeing all these movies in advance, like Babylon and The Whale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd give you my spoiler-free review of a movie I bought an online ticket to at Sundance called Magazine Dreams. So this movie stars Jonathan Majors as an amateur bodybuilder who is struggling to find his way and struggles with his own mental health. So it is a tough it is a tough watch as far as the subject topic. However, this performance by Jonathan Majors is really one of his best, and I have seen that I have seen from him. I guess it is the year of Jonathan Majors, because he's in Ant-Man, Creed 3, and now magazine Dreams. This movie is good overall, even though the story can be a bit sloppy. But the reason to see it is Jonathan Majors and his performance. Definitely a tough watch, but a good watch. So I would recommend to watch it when it comes out. Though I would share and is definitely, thought I would share and is definitely want to check out
2: at least the trailer when it comes out. So it is the year of Jonathan Majors. Yeah. He's everywhere. I, I got to admit, I forgot about Jonathan Majors. Really? And, and now he's like all, he's over, all the over the place. He's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Kang. So good is good on you. Gouda on you. Gouda on you, Lilo. Yeah. Thanks O-Dub. for the heads
1: up. We could call Mo Dub. So when we get the um when the
2: trailer comes out, we'll definitely review it. Yeah. Speaking of trailers, Pen. Trailer Jason Master. Oh. Trailer Master Jason wrote in. Yeah. And <laughs> he's got a funny way of words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Right? yeah I dig yeah, it. I dig yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for yeah. it. Trailer Master Jason wrote in and said, I just wanted to say I finally got a chance to watch Everything Everywhere All at Once with the Infant at home. Now, what are we saying? He watched a movie, finally got a chance to watch a movie with the infant. In other words, he's watched it before. Yeah. But he's only just now had a chance to watch it with the infant.
1: Yeah, he wanted to get the infant's right. take on it.
2: And my question is, is it your infant? Like, is this your child? Or is this... No, there's just an infant. The house uh, came with one. The house came with the infant. Okay, perfect. Thank you for clarifying that. So, oh, wait a minute. I should have read the end of the sentence. Oh. Uh, I I merged... See, this is fun with punctuation. (laughs) This is fun with punctuation. Right. <laughs> this is—I forgot to introduce it. Oh, but I meant to I, to. I meant to preface it by saying, "Welcome to our next segment, fun with punctuation." Ba, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> we call it punctuation. Punctuation. Right, punctuation. So let me try this again. Okay. Jason said, "I just wanted to say I finally got a chance to watch everything, everywhere, all at once." Period. Stop. Oh, Hard stop. Bro. So he finally got a chance to watch a movie. Then, in an unrelated sense, <laughs> in an unrelated sense, he says, "With the infant at home, we, we're still assuming this is the infant that it came, came with, with the house." house right, <laughs> with, the, with the infant at home, I've only been able to watch in short segments. So I think I finished it across. This guy's as bad as me. Yeah, I think I finished it across seven or eight different viewings on my iPad right before going to bed. Question mark? Oh, buddy, I think James Cameron would be proud of the way I ended up watching it. I detect, I detect a notice sarcasm. What? In, uh, in that sense, though, I will say I do wish I watched it on the big screen. Yes, you do. Uh, by the way, it is coming back February oh. February twenty fourth. Nice. So keep your eyes open if, if you want to get in. It would have been a unique experience. I'm glad it's getting the acting nominations and others that it deserves. Some of those performances were phenomenal. Also, I just wanted to give a special shout-out to the Shazam trailer. Shazam! I'm surprised that David didn't bring this up since I know he's a season ticket holder and all, but the baseball stadium featured in the trailer is actually Citizens Bank Park, home of your defending National League world, not world champions, the National League champions, the Philadelphia Phillies. The film does take place in Philadelphia, so it makes sense, but as a big Phillies fan, it gives me an extra incentive to go see the movie.
1: That gives you all warm feelings about Philly, I, doesn't it? It does. It, it, it But just today I was talking about... Climbing lampposts? No, I was talking about... Remember there was that social experiment robot that was supposed to hitchhike across <laughs> the world? And then it got it, killed in Philly. It got across all of Europe and came to Philly and destroyed in two days or
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> Philly's the home of throwing batteries at the refs. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. Now we heard it from Kevin Kurtz, so I think this is the first time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. first time writer in her. Kevin hurts so good. Oh, Kevin, Kevin hurts so. Good. Kevin Kurtz so good. All right, he says,
2: "I hear you're looking for a math problem." Ooh. So here you go. Word on the street. Did you I've, look at the answer I've, yet? I picture, I picture, like a guy in a raincoat. Yeah. On the here sidewalk. You want some? Psst, uh,
1: you want some math problems? Psst, hey, buddy. Yeah, you want- I'm um, um, uh, guy Richie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, ready for this? Yeah. Did you this look at the a, answer already? Great, I did. I read the I read the email when Weak. it came in. Week. Pat
1: said I was running a
2: promotion for cheap tickets. No, no, no. You didn't set it up. So the he's he says he he says he heard we're looking for a math problem. And then remember in grade school when like math problems came in like word problems. Yeah. And there was like a little pretend narrative. Like, if Johnny has. Well, it's not a pretend marriage. It's called a word problem. A word problem. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he presents to us a word problem. Kevin Kurtz So Good presents I hear you are looking for a math problem. Here it is. Penn Cinema is running a promotion for cheap
1: tickets. That checks out. Yeah. Johnny got four tickets to Avatar, as well as two large popcorns and two large sodas. Okay. If uh-huh. large sodas cost $7 each, uh-huh. And Carry large you. popcorn cost $9 each. Carry the one. And Johnny spent a total of $32. Mm. How much did each ticket cost? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's we have to we yeah. have to solve for X. See, this is impressive because a lesser person would have just, like, uh, gone to the punchline. I'd be like, figure it out. Right. But I like how he walked us through how he arrived at the answer. Because everybody remembers from eighth grade, if you don't show your work, it doesn't count. Right. So let's solve for x. Okay, solve for x. So
1: four x plus two times seven plus two times nine equals thirty
2: two. Four x plus two times seven plus two times nine. Right. Thirty two. Okay. Now let's let let's just get uh, some things through here. So
1: we're trying to figure out what x is. Right. So you gotta multiply. Okay, yep. You know, mm-hmm. and then add. So four x plus thirty two right. equals thirty two.
2: Huh. Interesting. Okay. Right.
1: Yep. So, so that means you can remove the 32. From both sides of the equation. Right, you can, neg- you can minus right. it out. Or negative it out. So yeah. that means that 4X equals zero. Right. right. So X, X. then. Equals zero. Hmm. So the tickets cost $0 each. Johnny must have gotten free tickets for telling everyone to listen to the Penn Cinema podcast.
2: <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Johnny got free tickets for telling everyone to listen to the Penn Cinema podcast, and so did Kevin Kurtz so good. Four tickets waiting for you in the manager's office. Nice. Thank you for the exercise. Nice. The IQ, the walkthrough, the quotient. Um, David, I know you've heard this joke recently. because I skimmed ahead to what you've been watching, what you've been reading. But what did The Mermaid wear to the prom? Is that how it went? An algebra. An algebra. An algebra. No, what did which you wear in math class? An algebra. An algebra. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was funnier when they did it on This Is The, the, last, this is of the last of Us. This yeah. Is The Last of Us, the new comedy
1: right. show. All right, let me, I, I I paraphrased here. Do you want me to cover that for the first thing?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So Frodo right in. <laughs> and she starts off, she's like, yo, listen up. This is one of my long emails. Get used to it. Right. And I was, I I, I don't know about you did, but I put on my flapjack. Like <laughs> right, I've zipped up my coat. Right, I put my goggles on.
2: Yep, <laughs> You're right. you gotta have I hunkered down. You gotta have the right eyewear. Right, you don't just jump into an email like this with no protective eyewear. Yeah. I hunkered. I shut the windows. Right, right. right. <laughs>
1: drew the shades. I, I fed the cats. Right. I, I hunkered down and I just said, "I'm ready." Yeah. I had a I had a protein shake in case. Yep. I needed nourishment. Oh yeah and i yeah. was i was in i said yeah. uh, I, I don't remember I, I texted you and i said give me 4 days if you right. don't hear from me right
2: call frodo yeah call,
1: <laughs> like I, I never wasn't able to come up right, from right. It. so but you did you yeah, pulled through i pulled through so paraphrasing what she said she actually had some great graphs and stuff so good and she wanted
2: to tackle
1: why she hypothesizes that no one is talking or see, about avatar
2: so the last couple of weeks, I think it right. came out twice now, David and I reviewed the question of Avatars at the time, it's no longer true, but at the time it was the number one movie in the world. Yeah. Having made two billion with a B dollars. Right. And David posed the question, which at first I pushed back, but then I tested it myself and had a similar experience. David posed a question of like we don't know anyone that's seen Avatar. Right. It's the number one movie in the world. And actually I was going to comment on it later, but there was a really funny skit on Saturday night live this weekend where they had a game show and it was all the, the, all the answers were, it was like jeopardy style and all the answers were top shows and actors who got Oscar nominations and all this kind of stuff, but nobody's ever heard of them. Mm. Right. And it seems like there's a lot of that going around. So the, the, The question that Frodo set out to answer for us this week was, how is Avatar the number one movie in the world, but we don't know anyone outside of movie theater who has seen it? Now, we've been talking about this for a while, but in the last week or two,
1: this has been, Variety has covered this subject, a lot of news places, news, a lot of movie news.
2: So they picked up on our... Well, we broke here first at the Penn Cinema Podcast. They're
1: all reporting about why does no one seem to be talking about this movie if it's the greatest movie of all time or whatever. And then there's been some (laughs) theories about uh, box office distribution. Um, And if you look at how much it made in the U.S. and then you look at how much it made in China, it's not enough. And then so if you you break it down, it doesn't add up. And then how – the numbers behind this, who knows how true they are or whatever, but it was f- partially filmed in some country or whatever that James Cameron has ties to, and a ton of money came out of that country, and the person, the the report that I was reading, the person was like, this is how many people live there, every person in that country, every person in that country had to have seen the movie this amount of times in order for this country to mm. to have this box office. So
2: well, I will push back on the conspiracy theories. Yeah, it was conspiracy theory. I and I said this earlier in the show, or a couple weeks ago on the show. I I I now sign on to the question. Like I agree with the question because I went out and tested it in the world, but again in the theater, like I can tell you, like our it is our number one grossing yeah. movie. Like by at the time, like by a long shot, and I don't. I'm not putting fake money in there. Like I can look in the window at theater five and see a full house. Right. Right.
1: It's interesting. You said it, you thought it was the kid. I heard from the abacus and he said he checked with the kids at school. Wasn't that interesting. All right. So what's so, Frodo's thought? All right. Frodo said, she pointed out that you know, we all fall in circles. Okay. Like, uh, uh, categories of people. All right. So let's imagine that there's 10 categories of people. Oh, okay. Right. So, uh, and each one has a different type of like. And some of them might cross over a little bit. Right, like a ven. Right. So, say a Marvel movie comes out. Mm-hmm. And so, your group, so each, all 10 groups is made up of 10 people. Okay. So, Ant Man comes out. Yep. Seven to eight, let's say seven people in your group of people who like Marvel mm-hmm. see this movie. So, you hear about it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it has a broad scope so maybe like four or five in in the the groups that are closer together Mm -hmm. like they also have seen it so you've got offshoots of people that have seen it Yeah, her argument was Avatar 1 was such a big and wide thing that everyone and and like Avatar 1 for real everyone saw it so that the fan base for Avatar 1 it's not so if eight people went and saw it before, and they were and seven of them were in your group or whatever, now it's eight people went to see the movie, but only one person in, the, in your group saw it. So it's one person from eight of the different groups. And that's why you're not seeing the cross-pollination, because the same amount of people are going, but from a wider range of people, and they just aren't the people that you would interact with. Make sense?
2: Yep. It doesn't help answer the question. No, but it's a a good hypothesis. Yes, an interesting thought. So then she goes on. Mm.
1: Do you want me to do this one as well? Please. Okay. She gives a number. She said, "You want some math problems? Here's right. some math problems." She said, I've, "I'm the so master." So she lists
2: this is number: three four six four one six zero three two eight six nine eight seven zero one zero zero eight six seven one five zero one two eight eight three seven zero two one six two five four seven five one five one seven three seven eight eight two three equals x to the fifty sixth nth degree. Yeah, it's the fifty sixth block degree. I
1: think what it's what's called. It's on the numbers at the bottom. Oh, gotcha. So to solve for X is simply asking you to convert the large decimal number, about three and a half quint- quinticillion, mm. uh, uh, into hexaquinquagismal, uh, which uses both majuscule and minuscule Latin alphabetic characters for its larger value digits past nine. And there was, it is a special type of math problem because you can't just solve for X. And if you go to a place that solves these block problems and you put this in there, do you want to know what the answer is? Yes. Listen to the Penn podcast. Jackpot. Bingo.
2: Bongo. Win. Our girl did it. Yep. She did it. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. And then we fresh off the presses. Hot off the press! Whoa, I didn't even see this one. We got an email from everyone's favorite sister who wanted to continue the conversation about who would play, um, what was it, Uh, somebody, uh, it was a female, (laughs) we talked about it. She wrote in and I I didn't copy over the beginning because it was like so obvious. What what were we talking about last week when it was like... um, who would play somebody's mom or somebody's wife or oh, and Santa Claus too? Mrs. Claus in yeah. in 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 um, uh, Violent, Violent Night, Night two in Violent Night two. Who would play Mrs. Claus? And everyone's sister, everyone's favorite sister, wrote in and said her top picks to play Mrs. Claus would be Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy. Jackpot, that would be both of those would be great. I wouldn't see Melissa McCarthy, but yeah. Kristen Wiig would be amazing. Yeah, I would see Kristen Wiig. I think or they would Isla, both be, Isla Fisher would be great too. And then she also went on to say, or Isla Fisher, but only if she plays it like Carol Kane's version of Ghost of Christmas Past. I like Isla Fisher. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah.
1: All right, you ready to get on to <clears throat> what are we what doing? doing? What are we watching? What are we watching? What, what's been going on what's outside going of the theater? Outside
2: the theater? Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) shall i start us off please all right this week well we have two since we're recording on monday episodes of the last of us jackpot that uh since the last time we talked so good uh episode three was amazing Mm -hmm. episode two was also really good i'm very much enjoying the show i heard some feedback from one abacus oh he did not like it and he said he was into it but then he said you know what the main characters are too bulletproof mm. they're not gonna die and I'm like of course because they're the main characters yeah but anyway that's neither here nor there and then I went to the Fulton and I saw the play that went wrong which I thought was absolutely fantastic it wasn't what I expected I knew nothing about it. I laughed a ton. First off, the set design is beyond insane.
2: It's so good. The set design, because that's, I also, David and I, I also went and saw the play that went wrong. Yeah. The set design, there's only one word for it. Phenomenal. Masterpiece. Mm. Like, this was a freaking masterpiece. It was so involved and by the, by the conclusion of the show, the set looks like a bomb went off. Right. Like, it's totally destroyed. And I couldn't help but watch and be like, oh, they're doing this by, like, the people. there's
1: people behind the set, right. like, holding magnets up and yeah. flipping switches, like, yeah. constantly. It's not like a normal play where they wait for the scene to change and they run off. Right. And they do everything and then
2: they get off the stage. Like, they're actively, like it is such an involved show and i had the same experience i laughed the whole time my cheeks yeah. hurt when i was done it's so good yeah. i only regret having waited so long to see it so that i can't <laughs> i don't have
1: time to see it again
2: yeah and i also regret for the same reason i don't have time to see it again but also like i've been trying to tell all my friends like go see it right same right. but and it's like pretty much done now and they're like oh i don't have time to week. it's like well, <laughs> you make time all right <laughs> all right make time baby Chris Hall. Time, right, Chris? Yeah, all right. I watched uh the Eddie Murphy comedy called You People. Whoa, which um Marley watched it and loved it. Okay, Amy and I watched it and liked it. Yeah, my mom was trying to get me to watch this. Song. Yeah, it was it was all right. Yeah. It was it had some funny moments. Um, the cast is great. Jonah Hill, Julia Louis Dreyfus, of course, Eddie Murphy. I mean, yeah. it's great to see him again. He isn't, I don't remember watching him in anything for a while. He was funny as always. Also, we already talked about Last of Us. Now, here's one: Kunk on Earth. You hip to this? This is really funny. It's a British show. It's on Netflix, and it 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 kind of reminiscent of like Monty Python. So it's a oh. it, it's a mockumentary, right? And it's about the history of the world. And it's the main character is is named Kunk, and she. Is basically giving you a history of the world, and she interviews these like world famous like anthropologists oh, and this. historians, and it's just absolutely hilarious. It's so funny.
1: Speaking of, did you hear that History of the World Part Two
2: is coming? To no, Hulu? I did not. Do you remember History of the World Part One? I? I do very yeah.
1: well. They're they're making it. The, part Two is a series that'll be on Hulu. Oh my god! Yeah.
2: Um, I also uh, Amy and I. Because I just want to say, the guy who's pa- uh, Pascal, what's his face? Pedro from Pascal. Pedro Pascal. He was the host at Saturday Night Live. Wow. I've seen some of the stuff. He did so good. He the, was amazing. The Mario Kart thing? Yeah. So
1: funny. Yeah. So funny. It
2: was perfect. Oh, man. And then I also recently, for the fun of it, rewatched Rocky Four. Whoa.
1: Look at you. No pain. No pain. No pain.
2: Yeah.
1: 90% montage. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. Yeah. Love a montage. Who doesn't? Yeah. All right, David. What are we doing next week? Well, I mean, I don't want to sink the show. Right. But we're going to sink the ship and watch some Titanic. What's up?
2: Are we not, David? I want to say <sighs> we glossed over this. Yeah. Like it was no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. We just mentioned it like it was in passing, like it was just an okay thing. It was that guy Ritchie was involved with the that film. Nope. We we glossed over that. No, nope. we glossed over the fact. Oh. That one of us. One. Yeah. Not me. But oh, I don't want to name names. But well, it was if it a, wasn't you, right. then who could it have been? <laughs> it could have been anybody. It, we'll just leave it at that. that it's it was a mystery. Me. But one of us has not seen Titanic which when we when you said that a couple weeks ago I remember we sort of glossed over and it was like eh, and you made some snarky snobby comment about oh, I know how it's going to end and we got richy and I I should have given I did say yes. that it that was verbatim. that's that's the weird part right I should have given you more shit about that because yeah. I think that's unforgivable not seeing Titanic Yeah I think that if you have not seen Titanic and you're listening to the show. I really think you missed out, and you I, need to come see me, this movie. I'm gonna make you feel old. Okay. Oh but, my God. Don't say it. When Titanic came. Oh my out, God. Right. Oh my God. Because I saw it with Amy, by the way. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't driving.
1: Oh my God. I mean, I was driving you crazy, but I wasn't oh driving. Oh my God. Right. Oh my God. So I had to find someone that wanted to go to this movie, that was willing to take me to the movie. <laughs>
2: shady lady so, was nowhere to be found. Well,
1: no, yeah. yeah. And here's the problem that I came up with. <laughs> right. I went to a conservative school, right? So my friends that wanted to see the movie, right. They had seen this movie, yeah, already, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, it's good, but it's really long." And the ones who hadn't seen the movie were like, "But there's boobs in it. Mm. I shouldn't go see that. Yeah, because uh, of the boobs.
2: Right? <laughs> God knows how to really mess you uh, with you. Yeah, yeah. Nobody
1: sees those. Right. Ever. Right.
2: So. Um, And then time passed, and it wasn't in the theater anymore. All right. Well, then I'll I'll take back what I said. It's forgivable, but it's time for you to write this wrong, and I'll make a prediction. Unforgivable. I'll make a prediction. I predict that that you, if you can play it straight and be honest with us. Because
1: that's why I'm just (laughs)
2: unforgivable. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) If you can play it straight and be honest with us, yeah, uh, I, was, I was. Sorry,
1: I was. I got lost
2: in a moment there. I appreciate that. Oh my god! Any any other bars you would like to sing? What? Any I'm not here to get drunk. You going to go into the whole verse. <laughs> If you can be honest with us, I predict that you are gonna love this movie. I think I'm gonna like this yeah, movie. This is it, this is this is a movie that should be in my top five or top ten all-time movies, and somehow it always works its way out. Yeah. But yeah. then whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, this is this is one of the best movies. And I will also say I I always do include it in my list of best movie going experiences. Mm. Like me and Amy saw it out at the old Eden. Remember when there was a oh, fourplex? Yeah, 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 yeah. Out on Route 30. And we, that's where we saw it. And I remember the theatrical experience. This is one of those movies that cements my position on the importance of theatrical experiences. That's where I saw The Matrix. There you go. Wow. All right. So next week we're watching Titanic. It's in 3D. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Look, and if you want to be a part of the show and yeah. tell me about how I'm unforgivable, right. go ahead and email us,
1: podcast at pensinema.com. That's our new email address, right. podcast. Yeah. At Penn Cinema.
2: It's sharp. I, I, we've been getting really positive feedback on that email.
1: Yeah. yeah. A lot of people realize they're like, oh, this one's so much easier than the old right. one. <laughs> right. But if you want to support the show, right. what's the number one way to
2: do that? Well, I've been seeing this a lot. You've been seeing this a lot lately? I think, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty wide. It's yeah. pretty wild. What's interesting about it is it's multi-generational. <laughs> That's, I, I'm, you know, I, I love that we reach right. <laughs> multiple generations. And you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you know where you can find a lot of multi-generational is on the comments section of other people's podcasts. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So what you get is you see like a podcast about trail running. Right. Or a podcast about botany. Or micro servers mm. or microchips or dental health. Right. You know, all of those things. And what what a lot of people are doing is they're going on to those podcasts and in the comments section they're writing, you know, you really should listen to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Yeah,
1: or you would do that or you I i I came here under the recommendation of the Penn
2: Cinema right, Podcast. Either one would be Yeah, you know, it's, it's Acceptable, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially the more obscure the podcast is, right? Like a real niche podcast, right? Like a podcast for people who design bottle tops, Mm. you know, or like a handle, people who design handles for briefcases. Yeah, I guarantee there's a podcast, no doubt,
1: absolutely, no
2: doubt. Yeah, but look, if you don't listen to podcasts, right? Which is weird, yeah. And by the way, we should, I, I think it's time we tell everybody, yeah. This is actually this is a podcast. I don't think right. they're ready for that. They're not. Okay. Yeah, well, never mind. Yeah, I didn't I, say nothing. I was just rest. kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just. Look, if you don't listen to right, podcasts. Right. If you're not a podcast guy. Yeah. Tell, a, tell a, friend. a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. All right. Well, tell, well, tell Guy Richie. Tell Guy Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell a guy Richie. <laughs> All right. Listen to me, 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 me. Once again, for the Pencil Podcast, I'm Guy Ritchie. Wait, that's not how we (laughs) sign off. That's our introduction. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. I say once again for the Pencil of Podcast, I'm I'm David Moulton, and I'm Pen Ketchum.
0: Take Take care and party on. Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.penncinema.com.